the song is about I'm so vain Don't you think the song is about me? Don't you? Don't you? Oh, today is Monday, March 30th 2020, I am writing to you, not writing, not writing, I'm talking to you at 9.45 p.m., waiting for this pulled pork that has been smoking since 1 p.m. to finally hit 195. When's it going to do it? It hit the stall. When's it going to go past the stall? It's this Joe Batance on Afternoon. Like I stated at the top of the show, today is Monday, March 30th, 2020, and my name is Joe Batanz, and I host a little show called This Joe Batanz, where I talk about the latest events in my life. One of the things that's been marveling me during this quarantine is how quickly the days go by. I'm going to be honest with you. It's weird because I'm not leaving the house. I'm not really doing anything. In fact, everything is very, very contained, and yet the days seem to fly by. I don't know if it's Animal Crossing, but I didn't really play Animal Crossing today. Uh, I did have a bunch of podcasts today. and uh, Just a couple, but then uh, I don't know. But so I this is now look I'm gonna I'm gonna bitch about well I'm gonna talk about a couple of things here first of all last night I woke up in the middle of the night ooh probably about one a.m. I went to bed early I was tired I went to bed early and I woke up around one a.m. cold now here's what's funny I'm cold because I'm actually cold but when I wake up I am convinced when I wake up. That I have chills and a fever, and I'm like, well, here it is. I have a coronavirus. And then, and and here's the funny thing: this is not last night. This happened last night. This was not the first time that this has happened. This is probably the third time this has happened. And the reason I mention that is then what happens is I have a bunch of articles saved. Not article. Well, some of them are articles. I have articles, but I also have Reddit posts saved that. Uh, detail what happens, what you feel when you have the coronavirus, okay? And without fail, I have none of those symptoms. The fever and chills are one of them, but then I take my temperature and I don't have a fever. And uh, that's problem number one. I don't have a fever. (laughs) Two is... um, I don't have any kind of respiratory problem. Like, I have still residual uh, gross shit going on from my cold from a few weeks ago, but that's just, it's always been the case. It's just phlegm. And um, I don't have gastrointestinal problems. I have not lost my sense of taste and or smell. Uh, And from what I hear, 
I don't have a sudden exhaustion. I don't have breathing problems. Nothing. And from what I hear, when you get it, you know you have it. It's not like, uh, oh, you know. It's like, oh, do I have it? I think it starts off that way. But like, no, 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 no. You know it, right? Click the flu. And yet it, it it's without fail. I wake up in the middle of the night convinced I have it. And then I was forced to take a Xanax to calm down. And then, of course, what's great about this fucking Xanax, man, I gotta tell you, it is a miracle drug. In that, I, I, what's funny, I don't use it often. I've used it two times since this new prescription. But it is a miracle drug in that, for sleep, in that it is like I take it and then the next thing I do, I'm, I don't wake up for six or to eight hours. I'm just out. I'm just, it's just like, it's like the best night's sleep ever. And um, I did that, and I woke up around 8 a.m., and then I wrote some emails, and I did some work. The thing is that, you know, I don't have that much work that isn't just doing a show right now. And, um... Uh, then I had breakfast. I'm really walking through my day, not just to be a boring asshole, but just, I really am trying to remember what happened today. And then I had breakfast and then I came up. Oh, I had a couple of phone calls. I had some phone calls I had to make. Um, and so I was on the phone for a bit today. Mike Lawson, Jay Ellis. Um, I had a few phone calls to make. I there was some, there were a couple of people I'm missing in there. And then I had to immediately get to work to making this fakakta pulled pork because, again, like I say at the top of the show, it's my fault. I went to the supermarket and there was a pork shoulder and I stupidly bought it and told my parents, I'm going to make a pulled pork because it's one of the things I'm good at. Not realizing I'm busy. You know, especially with podcasting. What's fun, if, if, if I would just do it for one of my days off, but my parents are just so fucking just didn't have to have it right then. I mean, they've been bugging me about this pulled pork ever since I got it. This, when are you going to make the pulled pork? When do you make the pulled pork? When are you going make the pulled pork? And because, first of all, they're like that anyway. All right, let's just get this out of the way. They're like that anyway. And it's been heightened now because of this... Um, uh, quarantine. So now they obsess on everything uh, right now. Everything. They get obsessed on it. So they're obsessed with this pulled pork. And I put in it one. And if you don't know that much about pulled pork, I'm going to explain it to you. But I actually am going to take a pause right now because I see that I'm getting a phone call that I need to take. But I'll be right back. Don't worry. I'll be back. Here we go. You know what's so funny? There will be no perception and time lost for you guys listening, but uh, I've had conversations with people, and now we have, we're have we joined by Laurie Rockenkamp. Hello, Laurie. Shut up! <laughs> I was talking about how I, I, you know, I'm making a pork a pulled pork shoulder, and um, the tricky thing with pulled pork is it can take four to six hours. It could take 12 hours. It, it has to get wow. through. Yeah, there's this thing called... So it has to get for for you to get for the for the tendons to turn to gelatin. It has, mm-hmm. the pork has to get to and hold a temperature of 195 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. Okay. The problem pulled pork that you can have, the pan the pork and how cold it was and how frozen and all this drama, 
is it can take a long time. It has to get past something called the stall. And what can often happen in pork shoulder is it hits like a temperature of like 165 and then it just stays there. And there's no explanation why it'll just stay there at 165 for it could be an hour. It could be five hours. I wish I could get to 165. That would be great. <laughs> and stay there. Yeah. And then once it passes that stall, uh, then it will shoot up to 195. But it that's so we're in that right now. I've had it in. I I stupidly put it in like at one o'clock because I wanted. I thought I thought oh it'll take five hours six hours, and it's still in that place. It's still in the stall. Can I, you like turn everything off and then cook it again, or does it has to does it have to keep going? It has to keep going. I have to get it to one because then I have to bring it back and, and, and um yeah. I guess in theory, I I don't know what you would do. I think in theory you could put it in, I could cool it off and then put it, because it, it, it is, when, once you get to like 165, the pork is actually safe to eat. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This is not, this has nothing, the 195 is not for safety of eating. Uh, for pork, you need to get like 150, 155 to be safe to eat, right? What the so? It, it, but the problem is, it's it, it's more like the consistency of a ham at that point. Oh, okay. Or like a pork roast. But when it hits one ninety five, the thing literally just falls apart and shreds. Okay. And that's when you get like that claw out, and you. you yeah. Shred. Yeah. Exactly. 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 So, okay. So I could, in theory, cool it off. I'm gonna check it once we're done with this. I'm gonna check it. Maybe in the hour or so that it's been in the oven, it maybe it's climbed up to one ninety five. I don't know. Where? Did, how did you learn all this stuff about cooking? Did you? Were you just curious about it when you were younger, or do you just no, learn as you I go? Or I didn't get into it until fairly late. I think actually I was probably <laughs> when I first started getting into it about your age, a little younger than you. Hmm. And, um, so did, 27, <laughs> yeah, I was 27. No, that sounds about right. I probably was about 27 when I started to explore the idea of learning to cook. And then I don't know how I stumbled upon it, but I found this PBS show called, I, I found a bunch of shows. It was like, so I, I think I went a route that a lot of people went is that I first started trying to like recreate you know, Rachel Ray and Emerald meals from Food Network. Yeah. And then I was like, well, this is the one end was too stupid and the other end was like too like impractical, right? Yeah. And so then I found this um PBS show that's still around called America's Test Kitchen. Okay. Oh yeah, my aunt loves that show. Yeah, yeah, America's Test Kitchen. And they're very sciencey approach to it, right? And then that just opened up a whole world of of cooking and doing it correctly. Sorry, I just hiccuped. Doing it correctly. But then I started getting into, like, I wanted to learn how to use a knife correctly. I wanted to learn, like, the rules. And I'm very into rules and how you're supposed to do things. And yeah. so I, I started learning how to hold a knife, how to use a knife, what the science of food is, blah, 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 blah. And then I started getting into... Um, barbecue, 
smoking, if you will, low and slow. And I just started exploring the different things that I liked. You know, uh, there are certain kinds of cookie I don't like and certain kinds I do. And so, like, I like barbecue, but it's just very, very... Barbecue is weird in that it's... Like, you know, when you cook on a stove, the fire goes on into a consistent temperature and you learn how to use that fire. Barbecue uh, depends on the day. It depends on the weather. And I think that's one of the things that was also an impediment is that... Today was a weird day. It was a nice day, and then it got cold really fast, which can affect the barbecue, and it's a whole separate... Yeah. But there is... You You really are trying to, um, you know, not control the fire, and it doesn't get too hot, but then it get, get too cold, and you have to monitor it. And today was not the right day to do that, because I had so much... So many... I had to do... I had to... I put it in at one o'clock, and it requires... A little bit of babysitting, not much, but it does require some babysitting. And I wasn't able to devote the time and babysitting that I usually am able to. And yeah. also, the truth of the matter is, it's my fault. I should have probably started at 8 in the morning. That's the truth of the matter. Like 7 or 8 in the morning. Oh. Uh, but whatever. You live and you learn. So you have to wait till it gets to 1, one yeah, well, till so you pass the stall? Yeah, I did, I'm cheating now. I'm cheating now. So I, I got to the point where I'm cheating, and I wrapped it in aluminum foil, and I've thrown it in the oven um, at 350. So the, I know it's going to hold that temperature. It's already been on the grill for, gosh, I didn't, I didn't put it in until about 45, no, about an hour ago I put it in. I put it in the oven about an hour ago, and um, uh, and we'll let, we'll see what happens, you know? Uh, because then that'll be a consistent three. It, it, it's already gotten all the smoke it's going to get. I mean, at this point in the whole process, you're essentially just making your barbecue in oven. So I'm like, this is put in the oven. At least I don't have to go outside and deal with the f- keeping the flame at the right temperature and all that drama. Yeah, so that's what I'm doing right now. But it, but it but it is of course I want of you know it it's it's uh, uh, Murphy's law. You know, nights when I'm supposed to go to bed, like when I'm supposed to get up at six in the morning for Taylor, my body doesn't want to go to sleep. And then yeah. today, when like, I probably in theory just have to stay up to like 1130. Oh my God, I want to go to sleep so badly. Yeah. No, I hear you. I'm that way when, when I have to wake up. Like if my body wakes me up, usually it's around nine, ten o'clock. There's mm-hmm. very rare times that I'll wake up past 10 o'clock. Uh, today I woke up at 11, but that's because I didn't fall asleep till like 3 in the morning, you know. Mm-hmm. So rarely will I wake up uh, n- past 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. If I set my alarm for 10 o'clock, mm-hmm. my body's like, no, wake me up. No, I want to go back to bed. No. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Really? Like today, tomorrow mm-hmm. I have a, a phone of doctor's appointment at 930 uh-huh. in the morning, a, a phone call. Yeah. And my body's like, ugh, I can't believe I have to wake up that early. It's like 30 minutes before I usually wake up. So. See, I'm the op- That's why I don't set alarms is if I set an alarm, I won't sleep at all. Oh, well, yeah. that's my problem with waking up super early. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when I was flying from South Dakota, I had to wake up at like three or four in the morning. And mm-hmm. I was like contemplating whether or not I should fall. And I think I ended up getting maybe two hours of sleep, but I was like... I don't know. I don't think it'll be good to fall asleep. Yeah, if so. I set an alarm, I'm like, there's, there's an alarm. There's an alarm. It's gonna wake me up. Why am I gonna go to sleep? It's gonna wake me up. And then like and then like at like an hour before I'm waking up every ten minutes going like this is the alarm. 
The alarm. The alarm's gonna wake me up. So I can't do alarms. I just can't. I won't sleep at all. I have the worst night's sleep. Oh, see, I couldn't sleep without an alarm. If I knew I had to get up at some point, I uh-huh. don't think I could sleep without an alarm. Oh, really? Yeah. I would, I'm shocked that you can just wake yourself up. Well, usually, again, I'm saying that, and 99.9% of the time, I can, except, of course, Saturday, when I was... Do you know about yeah. Saturday? I was supposed to wake up, and I woke up an hour late. Like, Taylor was sitting for an hour waiting for me, and there was an audience waiting for me. I was supposed to be up doing a show at 6, and uh, I woke up at 7. You know what's so funny is, so I had a conversation with Taylor the Latte Boy yesterday, he has agreed to move the time to uh, 7 my time. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And if that doesn't work, then we'll move to 7.30 or 8. And I'm like, but at 7 will be fine. That was just a weird, it was just a weird, perfect storm. It really was. Yeah. It was awful. Um, And now I know what you feel like every day. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. And, um... I was I was talking earlier on here about how I, I, this is the third time it's happened where I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm convinced I have coronavirus. Oh yeah, have I've done had, that. Have you had those panic attacks? Yeah, I had I had a panic attack. I don't see all the days mushed together. So this could be yesterday and this could be four forty days ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I have no idea. But I had a panic attack a couple of days ago. I want to say where I literally felt like I couldn't breathe, like mm-hmm. I was having trouble breathing. Yeah. And I was one of those things where I was like, don't fall asleep because you will not wake up. Mm-hmm. And so I just stayed up and then eventually just passed out. Like I just, my eyes, just my body just gave up and just fell asleep. But I stayed up watching YouTube videos and trying to calm myself down for the longest time. Cause I was like, if you like, you have breathing problems right now, you have coronavirus. Like if you go to sleep, you will, mm-hmm. you will not wake up. And so that was fun. Uh, so what did how did you get over that? What did you do? Well, see, I like things that call me are like things with process. So I watch like I'll just watch a vun- bunch of videos where it's like um the there's a, a YouTube channel called Gear Show mm-hmm. where it's a guy who takes like um broken down or dirty mechanical things like a drill or something mm-hmm. and he refurbishes them. Yeah, so I, he I, takes I like them apart. Videos. Yeah, I've seen those. I, I, I subscribe to a couple of those kinds of videos. I don't I don't subscribe to that one, but I, I do know what you're talking about. I subscribe to some. And then um, I also subscribe to this guy called the Hoof GP, which is he um, cleans and repairs cow hooves. Okay. So I do that. And then this other guy, uh, something details, something, he, he details cars. So he'll take dirty cars and he'll mm-hmm. vacuum out mm-hmm. all the dirt and stuff. And then he'll wash it and put it back and stuff. And so it's just like the process of going through everything and cleaning it and doing all that stuff that that calms me. So I just watch those videos. I think the reason why I had the panic attack is because I do, I get stuck in this thing where I end up watching videos like she, you know, karma gets this person or something like, and it just makes me angry or it makes me like aggravated. And then I start to overthink things and then I get freaked out. And so, yeah. One of the problems I have is that I usually go on Reddit, but everything on Reddit right now is coronavirus, coronavirus, coronavirus. Going back to what you were talking about, YouTube, I'm actually a sucker. Like, so I often use the Calm app because they have like boring stories that, that they read to you, and those yeah. those work a hundred percent of the time, right? But um, sometimes I want to watch something, and they have them on YouTube. They have like 
literally like 10 hour boring documentaries to put you to sleep. Okay. Uh-huh. And they would, in theory, work. They're like from the 70s and they're like a 10 hour documentary about Egypt, you know? Yeah. The reason they don't work, and this is the dumbest thing ever. I don't know what they're thinking. Well, I know what they're thinking. It's just, I don't know. There are so many commercials. And the commercial oh, yeah. and the commercials will wake me up. The commercials will be like the, the Nissan and I'm like, oh that that you you ruined it. Well you don't have YouTube premium? Oh YouTube premium, you have no ads? You have no ads. That's why and also you get playback. So like I'll put on a video and I'll just I'll play a game on my phone and then so I get like a calming video and then I'll and then I'm out. If that's true, YouTube Premium would be... I'm going to look at... How much is YouTube Premium? I think it's like $12 a month. Uh, I don't know if that's worth it. It is so worth it. It is? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll get into it tomorrow. Next week. Or tomorrow, I'm sorry. On This Job of Tans, On Afterthought Media. <laughs> <laughs>